When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. So announcement time, right? We're so excited, you guys. We are finally able to announce that we have teamed up with none other than McDonald's and the HBCU Union. And we are going to be appearing live at the Southern Heritage Classic this weekend in Memphis, Tennessee on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Asante, tell the people where we're going to be and win. That's right. Catch us performing live at the McDonald's tailgate at 3 p.m. We're so happy to see you. And the HBCU Union, please thank you for inviting us. And we can't wait to see you in Memphis. So excited. So much more to come from this great partnership. So really excited. Um, Be on the lookout for us in the South at a few great, great, great uh, collegiate HBCU tailgate moments that we're going to be so happy to be performing live at. So the first one is this weekend, as we stated, in Memphis. At the Southern Heritage Classic on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And again, we're going to be performing at the McDonald's tailgate at 3 p.m. See y'all asses at 3. Holla. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, Therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this amazing show. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The search. Let me say this. If you were ever my friend, I don't care what you do that made me mad that I'm not talking to you no more. I would never go link up with your enemies or I never do nothing to cross you. That shows what type of bitch you were from the jump. That's right. You heard it. <clears throat> that shows what type of bitch you were from the jump. Absolutely. And it's funny you picked that part to recite um, because this week's clip came from none other than Cash Dow. You know, she that is belongs a, as an email signature. Oh, absolutely. She is an American rapper, um, black American Dow girl. And 313 Queen. Yes, absolutely. And she often leaves us with these nuggets of wisdom via Instagram, via, well, it used to be her Snapchat, but now she's much more active on her Instagram stories. And this is one of the nuggets that she dropped with us. And of course, you know, hands down, everything that she said is the truth, right? Amen. It might as well be the 67th book of the Bible. It is literally <laughs> like the truth, right? Okay. So if once you go from there, we then have to look a bit deeper, as always in this, you know, part of the show we have some sort of a takeaway, a lesson, right? So once we do a deeper dive into this, she closed with saying, that shows the type of bitch you are from the jump. In today's society, it's so easy to be distracted by 
the little details and nuances and small things that are relative to just how you feel in that moment in the situation. But if you really want to assess a motherfucker, if you really want to, you know, gauge that a bitch. person's relevance in your life, prioritize them in your life accordingly, you got to go where? To the beginning. Or take things from the jump. Okay? Because that's what that means. Mm. Also known as from the giddy up, things like that. That's what that means. From the beginning, from the start. Okay? You have to go back to the beginning of the story to get to the end. Amen. And so out of the vessel huh. that we know as cash out, we were gifted with that gem. I ain't really even got to go too deep into that because it's, it's just kind of in your face. Yes. Okay. And with that being said, the hashtag for this week is from the jump because you always want to look at things from the beginning to get a clear understanding. This ain't even about being funny. This is game and wisdom and jewels. Okay. That's what this is. So, you know, with that being said and most importantly understood, I just got a couple of questions that need answers and questions. That's Q-tina. right, Cash. All these bitches is trying to. <laughs> Bunch of questions that, you know, niggas is asking. <clears throat> Question one. Uh-uh, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought it was the Durino. Uh-uh. I was about to say, you got the hot Cheeto? Please, oh. show me your crinkling bags. <laughs> Will Drake end up revealing to the world that it wasn't Kim, but Kris Jenner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> who disrobed. What? Rubbed icy hot on her elbows and knees. <laughs> looked at Drake and said, what are we doing? I could give it to you, but well, what you gonna do with it? <laughs> <laughs> and then committed fornication. Jesus. What are we doing? <laughs> that being said, the second question niggas is asking... Is the Kiki that he was speaking of actually eligible for discounted coffee? Oh, my God. (laughs) Will we be ever so blessed to be alive and well the day that Bobby Brown runs up on Kanye West and whips his ass for that bathroom photo? Oh, shit, yeah. Yo. I will never forget about that. Blessings that we need. And with those questions being asked, I would definitely like to take this opportunity to welcome one, welcome all, welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look and view into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell, hell. Sheol or Hades, wants a musty brain? I know that doesn't apply to me. I'm quite sure it doesn't apply to anybody else in this room. So we move to the mm-hmm. next section, which is saying, hey, friend. Hey, Dustin. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before I ask you guys about your weekends, allow me to introduce our special <sighs> guest. Yes. Woo-hoo. Today we are joined by Jade and XD. Hey. Yes. Of the Jade and XD podcast. <laughs> Yay. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome, guys. Welcome, niggas. <laughs> Would you like to give them your aliases? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought alias? you were going to. Oh, yeah. You know, let's get into some of those. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Sure. <laughs> I am XD Chuck D of homosexuality, a.k.a. Homo Without a Pause, a.k.a. Wow. the gay Effie White, because, nigga, we all got pain. Wow. <laughs> a.k.a. We all got Hoesha. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hoesha. Okay. <laughs> Hope to the... E to the... Yes. Yes, yes, yes. 
I'll save the rest. Wake up in the morning, get my panties off the floor. It's me. It's me. me. (laughs) Responsibility. Calling that Uber and get my ass home. It's me. Mm -hmm. It's me. Yeah. And there's a lot of other ones that I'll spare you all. That's cool. (laughs) Who is you, Jay? Who is you? You know that nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Gang, gang. A.K.A. La Señorita Problematica Favorita. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. Ice. A.K.A. Your mom. Your mom. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Nice and to the point. All these bitches is my family. Your mom. (laughs) With that being said, most importantly, understood. Thank you, friend. Come on now. How are your weekends? Weekends was good. Real good. You know, Jay, really quickly, just dialing back a bit. You know, you brought up that your mom, you're a good mom, too. You got the only baby in the world who can't get offended when niggas be like, yo, mama. So Noah already got, <laughs> Noah already got a defense built in for playground bullying when they say, yo, mama. She be like, she be I like, know. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry about that. My weekend was great, Jay, um, friend. Actually, that's the second. I keep mixing y'all up. I just the love you both so twist. much. What'd you do? Two halves of my whole. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, actually was in Atlanta this weekend for work. Hey. Um, yeah, I was in Atlanta, and I damn sure got a little play in. Everybody knows it was spring broke weekend in Atlanta this okay. weekend, yes. okay. aka Black Pride. Oh, yeah, yes. That's so you know, I, for those of you that are familiar with Atlanta, there's a club there called Compound, and it's a huge yes. place. Yeah. And the fact that Compound was literally packed, the courtyard area, like all of it was packed water while it was a sea of people. It was amazing. Saw people from back in the day, (laughs) four score, 40 years ago. So that part was fun. Um, You know, and and rode around and got it. Shout out to everybody. I had fun. Yay. Mm -hmm. What about you, Sante? I had a great weekend. Um, I don't remember half of it. The half that I do remember is that I was playing (laughs) video games. Uh, The new Shinobi Striker came out. Uh, Shout out to Kid Fury. He is already uh, a super awesome Shinobi, and I'm leveling up as we speak so I can whoop that ass. (laughs) Um, Shout out to my character. His name is Blang. Um, For those that are unfamiliar, it's Black Aang. Aang is a character from Avatar who was an airbender. Well, he was the last airbender, but he was mastering all the other elements. I thought you were going somewhere completely different with that. I thought Mm -hmm. you said your name was Blaine. And then... Do you know who Blaine is? You guys didn't know who Blaine is? Blaine, is it Blaine Edwards? Like David Blaine? No, from Men on Films on In Living Color. Oh, Blaine and Anton Wright. And that's not a, you know what I'm saying. I thought you would have done that to be funny. So I should be like, you said your name was Blaine? Like, oh my God. That would have been classic. Go ahead. No. But yeah, I was playing my video game. It was amazing. I was social this week. Um, I hung out with you guys watching um, Black TV. And thank you because more of my black friends are here. So I can tell you, I will not be doing that again. You niggas talked during the entire show. I did not actually get to <gasps> Who watch. Who did? Everybody. Not was me. Black yeah. people always talked during TV. <laughs> <laughs> and you, friend, you knew what was going on. So you and Tristan was having back and forth conversation. And I was like, these niggas better not ruin this for me. I was stressed out the entire time I was watching. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not coming over on Sundays. No more. Sundays are fun. I'm just See you next with y'all. Sunday. Look, look, look. <laughs> and I'll be back on Sunday with y'all niggas. <laughs> XD, how was your weekend? Um... It, was, it it sucked, actually. I had oral surgery, so I was in the bed, you know, laid up. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you, you feeling better? You yeah, I, you know, everything's straight like 9-15, I mean. <laughs> but, you know, Did you good. have people bring you ice cream? No. 
that did not happen. I had to go get it myself. Mm. Speaking of happen, yeah. again, I thought you were going somewhere completely different. <laughs> I, now I I'm interested. How was your weekend? It different. sucked. I had oral. No, 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 <laughs> right. no, no, no. I was no, like, no, ooh, no, ooh. No, no. Hoisha was just a joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jade, I know you were at Macosa. Yes, the Man. best party in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. Yeah, I did Macosa. It's my second year doing it. It's Macosa's ninth year running. So shout out to DJ One Way Possible, Tara, and DJ, DJ Tara. Shinobi Shaw. Um, y- yes, Fran missed it. I know. Uh-huh. You know, because she was so adulting. Sad. I was yeah. adulting. She was adulting, but it was a good time. Like shout out to all the listeners. We got lots of love. Y'all got love. Through. Oh, thank hey. you. People gave y'all love through me, and uh, it was a good time. It was a good black ass time. If yeah. I would have been the DJ at that party, I would have played. Mama say, Mama say, and then cut it off and be like, Makosa. They did play Lil Duval living my best life. Oh, oh shit. Did they play that at the club? Hell no. Oh, I don't know I if that was at. like a thing now. It Come is, on. but not everywhere. Nah, <laughs> I feel like you have to have like a specific, like, Socioeconomic status for you to play that at a certain place. <laughs> mm. Living my best life. <laughs> what about you, friend? What was you, nigga? I know you said you were adulting this weekend, but what else were you getting into? I mean, honestly, that took up my whole weekend. Yeah, pretty adulting. much. Yeah, mm. uh, Crystal and I had a lot of Oof. furniture to, shuff- yes. to shuffle around the city because <laughs> mm-hmm. she's uh, reorganizing her place. And then I had a couple friends that needed furniture. So we were just kind of like, Doing a, a house swap. I'm gonna just say it. Your ass needs a TV show. Me? Because Why? that's a fucking movie. The fact that you, <laughs> A, found a new home for all of her furniture, and then you, like, it, were helping them set it up and oh, how it was yeah, should go. Oh, yeah. I was sending them pictures of how I was setting up only, her furniture at my friend's house. <laughs> only to take out that furniture and then de- design what Crystal was putting in her new shit. Because I was looking around, I was like, okay for the furniture? And she was like, yeah, she, this piece, this piece, this oh rug. God, I was like, true. I see it. I, I love it. it. We've literally so been, been in been like it. Martha Stewart mm-hmm. home mode for like weeks now. Last Queen week we designed her entire bedroom. Right, we did. Wait till y'all, y'all wait till everything. y'all see this chair. Let me tell you, Crystal, God. Let me tell you about all the photo shoots that I will be taking in Crystal's No, bedroom. for real. Wait <laughs> Come on, HGTV. Right? Like, for, for real. You about, to, you about to be on TV. I'm really good at it. I love you, it. That look. probably would have been another job of mine if I had the time. Oh, a friend it, it, It's coming back around, friend. Maybe oh. that'll work. I like that. I like Me, that like a line of you should. Of home, like home yeah. goods. Because she be I adding her friend. Shout at me, ABC. It's coming, friend. Right? I just want to be part of it. Because I, I see the vision. Right. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, y'all ready to jump into the recap? Oh, yeah. yeah. With our kneecaps. <laughs> so on last week's episode, which was Dustin's wildcard episode titled Fix My Life, Dustin gave us a rundown of a couple of pop culture news that he wanted us to kind of give our take on or rather give advice on because it was things that different celebs were going through as always you guys had a ton of things to say who stood out to you asante i want to shout out in the emails to christy who the subject is death sucks but yeah all right hi guys i've been with friends since she got that first ninja and convinced me to make my own hair products i'm a proud og (laughs) beautiful one auntie to the pot and and i remember that because i remember trying to get that damn ninja from your ass 
Uh, anyway, as a healthcare worker who sees the suffering of people at the end of their lives, I encourage everyone to have several short, lighthearted conversations about how they would like to spend their last days. It may take some finessing, but you set the tone for the other person, and you may be surprised where the discussion goes. Open with, when it's my time, I don't want to be in the hospital. I want to be at home in my bed. How about you? I, it won't be easy with everyone, but if you do this in company of those who will be responsible for making the arrangements, you've eliminated some of that stress and anxiety from an extremely difficult situation. I thought that was really, really dope to share because we were talking about, you know, death and things that we need to, or ways to open those doors. So I thought those were some really cute ways to share because for me, I was like, I don't know how I would be able to be like, um, so is you dying or what? Now you're going to die. You know, that sounds fucked up. I don't know how to really get there and do that. So thank you, Christy. I was surprised by how many people have been really touched by that karma. Not touched in a way where they're like, this is deep, but just like, yo, please, please have right. this episode because they were sharing yeah. tons of stories of things that they've been through where because their parents weren't prepared or someone in their life wasn't prepared, they had to take on the debt of buying gravestones. And if mm -hmm. anyone knows about the death industry so it is expensive. a business it, i know a friend of mine went to like 18 or twenty thousand dollars in debt because the parent her parent didn't have anything he didn't have a coffin he didn't have so she had to come out of it's basically another bill can i tell you this is gonna sound really dark and fucked up but when i was younger and i had like really deep dark thoughts i remember the only reasons i wouldn't like act i'd be like can't nobody afford this shit this is something <laughs> else somebody gotta worry about right you true know? like no that's true i and when i was listening last week and that's why i texted you i was just like i know what i want to happen when i go on to glory really you already yeah. have it planned oh yeah i i plan my i plan how i'm going to die because Every i always day. say oh. when people die they need to be they always you always know when people are about to die because they always want to go home because people want to die amongst their things mm, interesting like when aretha the queen um, passed away Man. when she left hospice and she went home i was like i knew this is i knew this was gonna end because i'm like she needed to be with her things mm. so i had this whole vision of how i'm going to pass away so i'm gonna die like jackie o so i'm gonna be jackie o is still alive and rapping in miami no she's not. <laughs> no she's she's, she's homophobic it. now so she's dead Ooh. Okay. so um, she was ugly anyway yeah oh but anywho, wow. but like Jacqueline Onassis, right? So like she died at home on Fifth Avenue in her penthouse apartment next to her loved ones mm. with her things. They sat there while she died? I mean, she had cancer. Oh, you said next to her. You mean like they was... They were there. Like there, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought like, he meant everybody like, just it, got like, on the couch like, you ready? Oh, no. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was like imitation of life. Like, you remember how like when... <laughs> <laughs> Baba, 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 Sarah Jane, you gotta literally oh, you have to tuck and stretch your lips when you sing that song. Sarah Jane, oh she drags Sarah Jane out the street. No, but I want to be. I want to. 
I've decided I want to be, <laughs> I found out that you can be turned into a diamond when you die. That's yeah. what you text me. Yes. So XD I. He literally sends me a text in I, the middle, yeah. like out of the blue. He's like, I want to be a diamond when I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, because I'm a bitch that's forever. So yeah. that's why. Yeah. A slogan. I, li- I like that. Yes. Y'all, a funeral slogan. Yes. I am here. Oh, and it's going to be, um, and then the event, <laughs> it's going to be called the Omega event. Because it's the last you really, Oh my god, you really thought this through. Well, yeah, because one of my one of my weird. greatest fears is dying. So in order for me to and I in order for me to process death because it happens to everybody is to prepare. Is to prepare for it. And so the only way I can have it, just like Asante said, having these light com- conversations internally. Like, you know, you get bogged down with the death and and all that good stuff. But I'm like, well, I ain't got to worry about that shit. I'm leaving. So why not have it be for me? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I th- I'm not afraid of death. I Only time that makes me uncomfortable is when my mom talks about it is in regards right. to her. Then yeah. I get yeah. so anxious because yeah. I'm like, that's going to be the worst day of my life. So I don't oh. even want to think I'm about like, it. Shut up. You don't know, you even talk like that. I know, and I don't even want to think about it. But it's, when it comes to me, I, I don't fear it. I just, the only thing I ask is that it's not painful. <laughs> like, please mm. let it be Ooh. easeful yeah. or in my sleep, which would be ideal. But funny enough, uh, people were tagging me because someone had posted a video on Instagram of the of turning into a tree when you die. And people were like, oh, my God, this is a convo you guys were just having last week. And I was like, yes, it is. And it showed the process, like, from beginning to end of how you get turned into this tree. And now everybody's been tweeting me, like, I'm going to fucking get turned into a tree. Like, I'd be, I thought about being turned into a tree, but then I'd be like, oh, it's going to get chopped down and turned into, like, (gasps) something for, like. You know, like the new Gilead, because we're gonna no. turn it to the Handmaid's Tale. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, yeah. I feel oh my gosh! Like, don't ruin my dreams. Happy. But right. wouldn't a field of trees that you can visit people be so much I nicer Willow than, than a cemetery? I will be visit. I'm never gonna die. I, feel I will like be it. visiting people forever. Yeah. That's literally. I have a like, list of people that I'm gonna haunt. Same. It's a haunted forest. You're gonna <laughs> haunt people. A haunted forest. I when haunt you said people. That, now. That's what it is. <laughs> when you <laughs> said that, like looks no. wise, fine, but like you know, spiritually. So you think you'd be creeped out walking through I'm it? I'm bad heebie-jeebies. Like, but like, a cemetery oh. doesn't creep you out. Yes, but a forest full of trees, like this, people trees, like like this used to be somebody's mama. It's like Pocahontas. It's literally a haunted forest, but on a lighter note, you know, silver lining, you guys will have a hell of a lucrative fall season because the hay rides you could take through there. The the, the trails, you know, that people would literally be scared as hell to go on. I mean, it's literally, we tell you up front, listen, these, this is literally dead people. Okay? So we finna scare the shit out of you. Flat out. It's like a guaranteed moneymaker for the fall. I'll tell you that. They have stuff like that, though. Someone told me Seriously. that they would want to be a fruit tree so people can eat their mangoes. Ooh. That's right. That's right. What a, what a, what a, that sounds sexy. What a, what a, what a, what a so needy the life finger that keeps snap on way to die. <laughs> the life that keeps fruit. on giving. Yeah, literally. I love that. Eat me in death. Eat I also love since you can be, since you can be transformed oh into Sheree a seed. Whipper's tree. Eat me, darling. What about being turned into like a you know a cannabis plant? That's exactly. I can see that. Oh, that's I was, interesting. Yes, yeah. yeah, so so people can smoke, smoke me smoke and feel my vibes. Can you vibes? imagine a jade oh strand? Uh, your own strand. My own Ooh, I see that. I would be you. a limited. That's Maybe this needs to be someone's fame. company oh where they literally come up with creative content for your death. 
right? Thank you. Like content creation, yeah. but not yeah. for the digital space, uh, more so for the death of. But it could be. Right? Like, it could be like sponsored by Supreme or something. <laughs> All I know is they better not use See, this. Is become, no Reggie. This is going to become too trendy. Then everybody going to write out their desk and just be dying left and right. They're like, I'm ready to go out like a G. I got my shit planned out to the nines and then like get shot up. And then you yeah. could work with brands and yeah. then you have yeah. sponsored posts on Instagram that'll my pay Omega off event. your costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Posthumous. The agency can be called the Upper Room. <laughs> it's a consulting firm. You this is y'all. This, this is, is low-key genius. This is a Black Mirror it skit. It really is. I'm, All I'm, I know, but I'm, I'm haunting niggas out. if they use my soil to to make any Reggie. I better be a high grade. Right. That's all I'm of saying. Of course. I'll haunt Just, your that's a Black Mirror skit, too. Medicinal. Yeah. Boo. I haunt people now. Only. <laughs> exactly. I will show up in a dream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tickle somebody's legs. If I was a ghost, if I was haunting people... I would do the your worst nightmare. Literally, when it comes to being hot, I would tickle your leg. My you tripping. know, everybody, I don't want nothing to get in my legs. That's the first thing you think. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get got by one of them. Sp- I don't want nothing to get in my legs. I'd be tickling the shot of everybody. That knee being, the back of your knee being, I'd fuck it's with it. knee. Hell yeah. <laughs> Blow on your nostrils while you sleep. <laughs> shit like that. Oh, my God. I mean, this I, I'm telling you, I would be that kind. Push somebody down so that mm-hmm. they can't get up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all of that. Yeah. So you be a bully even me after and Jay that. Would be I'm, not, I'm a vigilante. I'm not a bully. <laughs> right. <laughs> just tripping people. Just spiritual justice. What about? <laughs> well, I appreciated the comment about death. What about you, friend? It's what did another you death comment. <laughs> what, what they, were, they were really honest. Kellyanne on SoundCloud said, My perspective of my inevitable death really sparked when my father shielded me with his body during a drive by. Wow. We were picking up food from one of his favorite carryouts. Everything was a blur, but I remember other children being rushed to the back of the restaurant after the shooting stopped. I had seen other adults shielding children, and it was amazing to see how strangers immediately collaborated to ensure the safety of the, of the defenseless. Fortunately, absolutely no one was injured, and I remember the feeling, I remember the energy feeling triumphant, at least among us children. When I asked my dad whether he was afraid in that moment, he denied any fear without hesitation. He told me, you, your sister, and your mother are my reason for living. My purpose is to be a good father, and if I die protecting you, then I have lived my life in the best way possible. And that was the moment that I accepted that when I die, it will be fine as long as I live with a purpose. Amen. Oh, that was so... First of all, oh my God. A drive-by at the carryout. Girl, because you know that was one of my greatest fears. Not getting the food. Oh, my God. (laughs) I had to lift it up. Shit, okay? Everybody in here about to cry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, no, only because laugh. that was my thought. Too. So no. kind of way. Oh, you guys. But no, that I mean, <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> that is scary. Like, like, tells you that right. your order is scary. Like, oh, <laughs> right. damn. oh I hate slavery. Oh. Like on top of, you know what I'm saying? I like, already damn. see what this episode right. is. Fuck, I died. No, but that I'm, like, I'm gonna give it to God. <laughs> <laughs> that ass. When I was in school, it was like second or third grade. My father. Jade, if you don't speak into the mic, oh my bad. She keep looking at me. 
So she just talking so. to you, friend. Right, right, like like we normal. at her crib on the couch. So listen, that's it. So when I was in like second and third grade, they asked us about our fears, our biggest fears. Some people writing about spiders and snakes, all kinds of and shit. Yours was a drive-by? My father showed me way too many John Singleton movies oh when I was younger. <laughs> James and Hood knew, is out. She's I like, knew I was going to die in a drive-by. You just knew one day you was going to jump. I was seven. Was talking about, I don't want to get shot out. in a drive-by. <gasps> Really? <laughs> Too many John Singleton movies. Do not show your children oh, Minister Society God. when they are You six. imagine the teacher like, okay, okay Jade, thank you. <laughs> that's exactly like, what it was like. Miss Wilson. She right. was like, oh, that's I mean... so, that's uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> imagine her that's later on at home with her husband. Like, I don't know. Some of these kids are afraid know. of drive by I don't think I'm ready for this. <laughs> dangerous Very minds. dangerous minds. Dangerous minds. You spend most of your lives. <laughs> Living in gangsters oh paradise. I felt like I would have hated Michelle. the shit out of that out of old girl Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really can't stand her, her to this day. People She's like that mouse. play that role in real life. You always hate them. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have hated her. I still refuse to watch The Blind Side. You, you know, know Frida oh on Insecure. Uh huh. You remember when during the job fair? I don't know if you guys saw that episode where she they had the billboard mm-hmm. that had like quotes from each worker. It said <laughs> that her favorite <laughs> movie was. <laughs> <laughs> can't even get it out. They said that was her favorite movie. <laughs> Dangerous Minds. <laughs> you know, there's a, um, I, I meant to bring you all, bring it to you all today. So there's, speaking of all this, there's a site called whitepeoplecantsaveyou.org. <laughs> what? And it is 30 minutes, 34 minutes of white savior movie clips. Oh, shit. And the whole time, oh, they're like, White people can save you. <laughs> White what? people can save you. Oh, I need this. Oh I need God. that right now. Oh, hold on. I'm about to hook you up. I'm about to bless you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at <laughs> do they Do they play the jingle you. at the end of each clip it's, they show? No, it's scary. throughout the whole... Oh, hold on. <laughs> Who came up with this? I'm sorry. Well, family. while you look for it, Dustin, yes. tell us what you found in the Twitter streets. Okay, well, I want to give some love to add <laughs> Brandlin underscore B-R-A-N-D-L-Y-N, who said, I swear these two lines are in my head 24-7 and accompanied it with the cutest video. Check the, listen. Any street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> Go off. And she, she couldn't even she get it out without me. laughing, which made me, like, that just made me so happy. She went and sang in the key and Z flat. Okay. Right. So shout out to, <laughs> go up. Shout out to, and her, her Twitter name is, uh, like I said, at underscore Brandlin. And then she also goes by Brown Sugar Babe. Cute. Yeah. Shout out to D'Angelo. Right. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Funny Julius, our homeboy. Julius. Hey, who reminded me that I tweeted back on, uh, back in July of 2016. Can you imagine if Hillary had finger waves? Now that was during, <laughs> oh, she was on okay. TV, it may have been a debate. I don't know. But just imagine if Hillary Clinton wore those pantsuits during her presidential run and had finger waves to boot. That was like her bad bitch Can look. you imagine, like if she was pulling up to the debates with finger waves? Or French like, roll. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> The pearls. With the pearls. Just to show y'all who was ready to take over the country. Tell you, right. The banana clip. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, y'all are killing me today. Okay. Like, I can't. Um, I also want to give a shout out to at, uh, at, ooh, Mixalo Jesus. Got it. So, M-I-X-O-L-O-G-E-E-Z-U-S, Jason Ryan Smith, be his name. 
Um, and he tweeted, walked into the eye doctor by my gym to see if they accepted my insurance, and Mary J. Blige's family affair is playing. I'm going to take that as a sign that I'm supposed to use them. And yes. they tag me in it. Dead. So I love the fact that Mary J. Blige affirmed it for you too, my brother. <laughs> um, And you know what? I think that's all I'm going to talk about in the Twitter streets this week. There's more, but it's visual stuff. I could describe it, but we got so many voices this week. I'm ready to talk to us all. Right. So we're going to close this here down. You, did on. you find the clip? Are you uh, going to close this out? I sent it to you all. I definitely oh, you got sent it. To, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is for us to enjoy later. Yeah. <laughs> White people won't save you. Dot org. <laughs> yeah, no. Already it looks pretty riveting. Yeah. Well, let's jump into this week's episode. <gasps> Even though I think it should be a little more off the cuff than structure, because I think between all of us, <laughs> it'll be just we fine. Brought the black show about we really did. <laughs> Sorry, we ruined your structure. No, 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 it's fine. We ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. But I I do have a question. Yeah. Because we have been talking about love is. Oh my goodness. (laughs) XD and I watch via text. Yeah. (laughs) So Is it over yet? It is actually. The first season was completed. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm mad at all the reactions. You finished watching it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's my question. Because I think most people, and this goes for every show. This isn't even about love is. This just goes for shows on television and online. Everybody just exhaled. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, cool. (laughs) You know, when you're a creator of a show, especially if it's like, I know Mara Brock Akeel and her husband, this is based, loosely based on their marriage and how they met and their love affair. So when you're creating a show that's based on your story, it makes sense why you feel the need to tell it, right? You want it. <laughs> it makes sense. We all want to share our stories. We want to share what happened to us. But here's my question. Is it, and like I said, this has nothing to do with just love is. Is it? Thank you for doing that. Okay, because I was. Ooh, was you see, I just right was here. laughing. <laughs> Is your story worth sharing if it's not contributing anything new to the conversation? Mm. You know, that's about to sound really shady. But, like, you know how, like, you be walking down the street and you hear people and be like, oh, my God, we should have a reality TV show. And you know they shouldn't. Right. Right. That's (laughs) what I mean. And I get it. All of us think we should. Not everybody needs to tell their story. Mm. Hmm. Say it again. Like, not everybody needs to tell. (laughs) their story because mm. i wonder that because with watching love is because some of that shit did a, <laughs> some, a lot of the, the love story just felt so old and toxic you know and it felt like we all we were, we were we were toxic in the 90s you know we were true you know but the thing is most of us are still toxic and still in those types of relationships and still figuring those things out but that's why i wonder like how is it helpful to see that no because i feel like they're glorifying like they (laughs) this nigga was all manners of controlling (laughs) and hotep and problematic and ashy in so many ways in his soul um and they I, like then they then they have this beautiful love story and they show them as old people and I'm like okay <laughs> so did he get better or did he get better like are y'all or gonna show that part it's like does he get better or did she learn how to cope 
Right. Because Which I feel like a lot of times, I feel like a lot of times in any type of dynamic, like even when I watch Insecure, I feel like at some point Issa learned how to cope. Right. As a, and and then until she got her, you know. <laughs> her itch scratch. Yeah, her itch scratch. But I don't think there's any like right. definitive transition that's taking place, right, in Issa's development on the show. Issa D. Not Issa Rae. Correct. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I don't think there's, like, I don't think this is, like, a beginning and end type journey. Shit just happens in life. And you think about shit yeah. differently the older you get. That's just the way it works. So, for Issa, I just feel like right now that's the stage she's in. Back to love, ain't? I think that, um... Because <laughs> that's what it should be I'm called. just saying. Nuri would have got on my nerves. Because Nuri talked <laughs> right. too damn much. Just Nuri was damn. clingy. You, um, I was about to call him Uriel, which is awful. <laughs> Yuri, what's his name? Yuri yes. and Yassir. 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 Earl. His name is Earl. Earl. Right. Rhonda. Yes, Rhonda. <laughs> See, you feel me? Anyway, his Who's name is Earl. He had a lot of problems, right? And I know this isn't just about love. It's, it's about your story needing to be told. Right. But this dials back to that point because I think that there were... First of all, I don't want to. I want to say this. I don't believe that every story that gets told has to be helpful. No, some things, I agree. right? Like some things, I feel like, and this is where the debate comes in for me with everybody saying that like it's so problematic to show like, <clears throat> um, I keep Yasir, right? Yasir, yeah. yeah, and Nuri. Okay, because they're making terrible decisions and choices and all that stuff. But is it entertaining? <laughs> yeah, is it entertaining to watch? Right. And it is entertaining to watch. Beyond that, I'm satisfied. I just don't give a damn. So my thing then becomes, the question is now, but is it good? You know what I'm saying? So, like, is your story interesting enough to... And this, for me, goes into all of these think pieces. It goes into all these Twitter threads, all that shit. I don't always have to know how you think or feel about stuff. Right. I don't. So I don't feel like every story does need to be told. If it ain't good and interesting, you can keep it to your motherfucking self. Yeah. And that applies to all the other things I mentioned before. <laughs> now, back to love is. <laughs> Neri would have got on my nerves. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because it was like immediately after they met, she took like ownership of like him and like what he had to do well. It was just like, yeah, they had a really fast track to whatever their love became. But goddamn, like you just met me and some of the things that, that they both, Okay, I'll be fair. Some of the things that they both were asking of each other were ridiculous. After she a week, just, like the way she acted at his mama's house with the when the, the his son's mom came oh, and just oh, sometimes oh. you just need to know when to be quiet and be nice. <laughs> just be quiet and be nice. That's your job when you're that person, whether you're the girlfriend or the boyfriend. Like you or new. Right. Just be quiet and be nice and make sure everybody gets through this as comfortable as possible. And you, Sorry, destiny, <laughs> right? Oh my but, god! You know, right. I don't know. I've been I've been trying to figure out. And and Jay, this might help because you're married. So like, how do you view this show different? Like, I asked people. I wonder if people would view the show differently, people between people who are partnered or in love or whatever, or experience this kind of fast track kind of love situation and married as to those who are single. So I'm asking you, Jade. Is like, how do you view this show? I mean. You're the married woman in the room, so how would you, like? Do you feel like you might have? Do you do you feel like you might in, might have like enjoyed the show differently or not at all, or or looked at the show differently if you were single? 
No, I think I view the show differently because I'm in my 30s. Hey, that's no. also and, and I'm true. Like, that's also a thing. I'm like, if I was in my 20s, this shit might be sweet. But right now, I'm like, mm, problem, red flag, red flag, <laughs> red flag. <laughs> the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, nope, nope, this nigga is nope, nope, absolutely not. She's aggravating. She's irritating. Your mama, your daddy was in jail. Your mama was in jail. Like, it's just so. <laughs> oh See, I watch the show. I'm much more of the, you know, eat popcorn and look from left, make my eyes dart from left to right. Like, that. that's how I watch it. Like, I'm not thinking about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not thinking about, you know, oh, how bad this is and things. You know oh, what I'm no. saying? I'm just like, ooh, what happened next? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, right. yeah. I, maybe because I'm an old lady, so all I do is make comments about stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it, and I'm like, from jump, like, this nigga went and introduced himself right after his homeboy told him, I'm about right. to shoot my shot. Right. And he's like, my my name's Yasir. Her name's Nuri. He came back, and I'm like, nigga, why didn't you slap the shit out of him? Like, I, that's how I watch TV. And like the fact what they, I would do. he had a girlfriend, though, his friend. Or he's married, too. Right, so they was both trash. Mama. I don't right. think he was, was he, I don't think he was with his... Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, I don't know Ruby. about Yassir. Ruby. No, his oh, friend the, that was oh, trying yeah. to get with yeah, him. Yeah, I don't remember if they were together or not, but I still thought that it was corny. That he was still living with, he was, he was living with his baby mom. I like her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. His friend's baby mama, she, like, when they had their engagement, I liked her. I know. But, I mean, I guess that's what made me ask the question, because I know there are people who don't care if the show brings value like you said is it good does it make me laugh yeah will it make me come back again to see it next week and then there are other people who are like what is what's what is this putting out there like what's the message that is putting out there as far as relationship dynamics especially in this day and age you know i I saw a tweet (laughs) that was like Bitch, I'm tired of black excellence. Like, why can't I just be like black? All right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that I like that. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, bitch, me too. Like, I'm like, when is black girl? I guess happening. <laughs> and I and I always like in this yeah. kind of like, Monday nights at 8 p.m. on VH1 because I think because every time <laughs> that comes weird. up, I think about. My fallen favorite show ever that I'll never forgive the internet for. I know what you're about to say, and I'm sorry, sister. I hated that. But my thing, but my thing is this: not every show needs to have this whole purpose, this excellence, this. What are we saying here? Like sometimes shows are just entertaining, and they could just sit there, right? And you gonna sit there on sorority? <laughs> That's okay. Maybe it's a bad example, okay. but my point is, he watches Florida Shore. But my, I get what you said. The one wanted to make those big ass shoes. Remember, she was making like cleats. Priyanka Banks. She was making queen. football cleats, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I just couldn't believe for women that. who have a particular shoe size. <laughs> oh my god! Football I thought she cleats? had a deal with Under Armour for that. <laughs> I thought she had a shoe deal with Under Armour. But I mean, like you see all these other shows that they're just like they're just there, and it's just like. Like, okay, and people enjoy them. I I don't have to have like like you said, Dustin. Like I don't have to have like this think piece thing. Like, like sometimes it's like you know, girl. I'm, not, I'm not saying that these content creators are you know void of responsibility. Yes, like sure, you do have, especially as your platform grows and you have your audience becomes larger, you do have to make sure you know your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed. But that doesn't mean that you that you have to sacrifice the story you want to tell to do that. You know what I'm saying? As long as you ain't, you know, wearing MAGA hats outside of that <laughs> right now, I can really let anything slide. That's fair. And Issa said that that was her goal with Insecure, mm-hmm. was to just show 
black people just being, being regular yeah. as fuck. And I love yeah. that. And it she, makes it refreshing. Yeah, she was like, she didn't want every episode to be, you know, drama or super intense or think PC, but more so just like, you know, people going through everyday shit, like losing jobs, breakups, Quitting cheating, jobs. pregnancies, marriage, friendships breaking up, friendships reuniting, you know, and it, it just, I think she's done a great job of that. Mm-hmm. But here's my other question. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it not mattering, but then what happens? How do you make your show stand out, though, if everybody's just a regular, like, black or right? You know what I mean? Then what do you do to make your show be a black or right that people want to watch? So I feel like a lot of black people remember, you know, uh, the You Pick a Nigga Network, UPN. Oh, that was my shit. And mm-hmm. there was just tons of so black many. content. So good. Uh, I'm going to even take you from 101 to Homeboys in Outer Space. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. so many wow. shows. Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm and Eddie, like, so many you shows, right? And I think one thing that... This journey this... of discovery. <laughs> I'm finding you, I'm finding me. I'm finding you, I'm finding me. Now that I have someone special. That brings out, the the joy, brings out the joy Inside of me, inside of me. <laughs> See, one thing that I really appreciate about black TV Is that there's so much of it And I don't think that it all has to be good Which is why I can enjoy trash TV Like when people started to jump ship on like haves and have nots They were like, oh I'm not watching this, this is too much For me I was like, this is all over the place But there are a lot of white shows that don't do shit Or talk about shit or ain't about shit Like I'm gonna watch. Like that's why just I still I watch Power. Look, and you know what? Yeah. That's that's a, that's a great example because a lot of people will say like, "Oh, I'm not watching that." Cause... They doing way too much. And and for the longest, I didn't watch because I was like, these sex scenes are terrible, and oh, they still are terrible. They're yeah. very no, terrible. They but were, once I got yeah. into kind of the story, I was like, okay, this is like a dope story. Like you know, Kingpin, black shit, New York. I'm in. Like that was my selling. And he, I look at shows like Star and Empire. Like a lot of those shows ain't really for me, but there are audiences for. It. And I say, if black people want to be on board for these, we should go ahead and, and support everybody. Like Taraji is on Empire, so I'm not gonna just not support it. I'm gonna support Taraj. Like there are a lot of wins in TV for Black people, and so when people say content is like mediocre or didn't do well, blah blah blah, in my mind I'm kind of like, all right, it didn't do well, but you know somebody got some work, and we're gonna see some talent emerge at some point. Because I think about all those black ass films from Atlanta, the Rainforest films, which was like two can play at that game with Vivica Fox and all Love these people. It. Great, like great like these there. movies were like good trashy like black films i feel like on the side but mm-hmm. it brought work for more black people to do shit like and i think that we need a kind of certain tunnel into these things and you know tyler perry he's one he, mm-hmm. he comes out with a lot of and mm-hmm. I, and for me i'm not really of the tyler persuasion yeah. but there are a lot of people that are black that are on tv because of tyler perry and i'm not saying that he's doing this big song and dance for black folks but it's a lot of people yeah. being seen and i'm like okay I'll take more people of color because they're in turn going to help bring more people of color, and I'm with that. That's first of all, every black show don't have to be first. First of fucking all, <laughs> only right. one thing can be number one. So while we all strive for excellence or whatever, there's only going to be one number one. That means it's okay to fill the other spots. That being said, <laughs> like your project doesn't have to be, you know, a halo from heaven. You know what I'm saying right. for black television. You can just make what feels good to you as an as the artist or whatever and put that out. 
that's why fit those shows that some people would consider to be filler shows, like Half and Half and all the shit you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they were good to us. That's why those shows do well in syndication later. Because right, you come right. home from school and watch them and figure out that this show used to be on that you didn't even pay attention to, and now you've fallen in love with right. it. Mm-hmm. You know, those shows live yeah. on forever. So And white people have tons of those shows. You, right. And again, we don't even have to compete with that. Like, Not even they with can that, have but that. just you know so we can have like, a full market. Like, it's just okay to create things that just make sense. Like My Wife and Kids. That was a good show. Oh, my God. It was. was funny as hell. And that's a show I didn't get into until syndication. Right. That's true, because I never really... I didn't get into it until recently, maybe the last two years or so. And now you're like, damn, this is funny. Mm -hmm. And I think it was... Maybe, too, what makes the pressure different now is that there aren't as many black shows. Right. So... (laughs) People are fighting for that one. Right. So when you have a certain amount of slots then that's where the pressure kicks in of like, okay, you know, you're that one good black show on this mm-hmm. network. <laughs> like, what's the message? Right, and it, and right. then it's this pressure to have a message. Whereas if there were tons of black shows, which kind of now I think that's where it's headed because you're seeing more and more black shows mm-hmm. uh, being announced every, like, every quarter at this point, mm-hmm. then I think it'll be like, way more open to it being filler shows or whatever shows, and I think people will probably be a little calmer. I think. I don't know. We'll see. Today's podcast is brought to you by Away. Away offers high-quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel, available in a variety of colors and four sizes, including carry-on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines. The Away suitcase is lightweight and made with premium German polycarbonate that's unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. Not to mention, it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, that's right, you're riding on spinners, and a patent-pending compression system to help overpackers. Better yet, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge will power your iPhone five times. That's a big deal, you guys. Traveling with that away luggage, it's been so beneficial. You don't have to, you know, in the airport, there's like the good seats that you wait in that have the plugs for you to charge your stuff, and there's the shitty ones that don't. Usually in older airports, they need to be redone anyway, but that's another conversation for another time. The point is, (laughs) it's been so convenient to have that away luggage with that USB port in it. So you can try out a way for 100 days, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, and if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. Shipping is free within the lower 48 states. And thanks to Away's lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it so you've got nothing to lose. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash friendzone and use promo code friendzone during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash friendzone and promo code friendzone for $20 off your Away suitcase. Okay, you I have think a... about love is friend. Oh, my bad. Oh, no. Go, okay, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Finish the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just had a really guilty pleasure to share. What? Uh, so one of the things that had to really break me out of being, like, judgy of TV and stuff like that was YouTube. And it's mm. because so many things are put up on YouTube <laughs> that it's kind of like, mm. okay, why would I watch this? Chasing this garbage. This editing <laughs> is bad. <laughs> but then I think about shows that I actually watch on TV and they're edited. Like, we you know, for all the money that VH1 spends on certain things, it's like their stories still don't be edited right any fucking Ooh, way. And and I'm not saying that me. they're like, 
as <laughs> awful as these shows that I watch on YouTube. But I'll be watching these shows on YouTube and I'll be like, you know what? Everybody got to start somewhere. Like everybody got to look back on their shit and be like, ooh, I can't even hear what the fuck they were saying here and, and, and work on their shit. And there are like little things in there I feel like are good buy-ins for people that maybe one day want to invest. Like even if I feel like this content might be bad in this sort of light, there still lives a reason for it to be there outside of how I feel about it. And so I, I had to look at TV shows in the same light. I was like, all right, well, if I can look at things on YouTube like this, maybe I just need to look at my overall programming like this as well. I that don't apply everything. to everything for y'all get started, too. That's just, he talking about what he saw. That don't apply to no <laughs> right. Fox News. We don't need you. No, right. no. That don't apply to, right. you know, certain uh, things we just don't need. Uh, Megan Kelly. Right. See ya. <laughs> okay. Certain things we don't need, so let's keep it in context. Right. Thank you. Yeah. You asked me what I think of love is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It, I was. It's entertaining enough for me to continue to watch it. Yes. that's for sure. It's yes. like I watched go. it every week. Um, when season two rolls around, because I think they got renewed, right? They did. They got renewed. I'm gonna watch it. So. There's no way I can say it's a bad show. Right. Because obviously I like it. But it did have me wondering, like, when I was watching her kind of putting up with his personality, and I was like, obviously, I, I've, and I'll speak for myself, I saw a lot of myself in it, mm-hmm. my younger self, not mm-hmm. now, but and it's so I could connect. But it also made me roll my eyes because I was like, how many times have we seen this, though? Mm-hmm. Like, this dynamic. Mm-hmm. So that's where I say that it felt old in the sense that it's like, I want to see something different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what I loved about Pose, mm-hmm. where, um, was it Ricky... Uh, oh God, help me remember their name. That they started dating. It, oh, Ricky's um, what's his name? Shit, the other guy in the house. Ricky and the one that lives oh my in the God. house. I know who you're talking We're about. We're all old as hell, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, Blanca's son in the show and yeah. his boyfriend. I just can't remember their names right now. Ricky and <laughs> Damon. 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 Like, he was started with the D. <laughs> right. Yeah. You what know, I loved name. about Ricky and Damon was that there was that element of ah oh, he's gonna be a fuck boy like we know it's gonna happen and then mm-hmm. guess what damon wasn't a fuck boy. he was not a fuck boy and i mean you knew it you saw it coming and then all of a sudden he actually wasn't they went to the museum it was actually which one was ricky the son right no damon is the son damon ricky, okay ricky, it was damon who kind of like fucked him over remember when he left him in the pizza shop mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be in the reverse so to me that is cool because it's like oh shit it's a paradigm shift because all of a sudden what you expected is like entertainment and is always kind of the formula of dynamics that's just not what happened. And so I want to see that. And also to your point, you know, it was big hoopla that it was a positive, like, you know, love story between two gay, gay men, not yeah. something and some then crappy it's, shit. Exactly. It. it wasn't the usual. And right. so, you know, and obviously people say, oh, but you guys have rom-coms. And, but, you know, and yeah, okay, rom-coms, like, there's always the sweet, every movie J-Lo's been in, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like the sweet ending, and you're excited because it's like, you know what's going to happen happily ever after. Well, except one of the movies she was in, Enough. Oh, no, I know what you, oh, God. <laughs> you telling me Enough? Oh, or are you no. saying the movie no, Enough? The movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, not oh. that one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh. oh no! Anything for Selena. Go so, ahead. Oh. 
But, you, but I guess that that desire for seeing more of a range yes, friend. of storytelling and uh-huh. lifestyles and outcomes will happen as there are more opportunities for shows to be created. So maybe that's what it is. And I think about it even in music. Like I, the other day I was sitting with a friend who's working on a project and um, I was helping write. And there was a part of me, like we started automatically writing about like heartache. Because it was just a reflex. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm not even heartbroken. Like, why is this a reflex? To For me, thinking, like, what do people want to hear? You know? And so, Man. automatically, I was like, we were just writing the saddest fucking verse. And I was like, yo, I don't even feel this way right, right. now. I don't want to write but this. But why is my interest peaked? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, everybody leaned in. Like, like, that shit was good. Right. Like, no, but see, here's the thing. And this in. ties into my other question where it's like, obviously... Uh, and just to tie like tie it together, I have heartache I could write about, but do we need more songs about heartache? Right, totally get your point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I could give you my perspective, and it'll be a great song. But like, do we need another one? Right. Did we need love is no? What the world needs <laughs> but, now? <laughs> but I I took no because that ass. It took me a long time to start love is like everybody it started took me watching a long time it. Too. It took me a. Lo- <laughs> it did for real it took me a long time to start watching it too same thing I told you guys I mm-hmm. remember I had to binge and catch up yeah yeah same you are the person XD who made me watch it <laughs> same yeah cause I was angrily going off about it on Instagram yes <laughs> I was like well let me see what this is all about and I'm not gonna lie when it was over I was like so so like what yeah what was this about yeah. like what was this about, <laughs> this about the, then I, and I <laughs> And I think the the part of it is like now I can I can watch the show because I'm like well I know how it ends these niggas end up together well right, no right. maybe not which brings me to my motherfucking point but you see them together in the confessionals and what that means because guess what that means I'm gonna tell you what it means it means Marjorie and Broccoli what's her name Marjorie, Marjorie. Marjorie that, Broccoli yes. and her husband what's her name Mara, Mara Broccoli Brock- kill. kill I'm just playing no disrespect I definitely know your name and love your work it just was funny <laughs> now um, but but. Guess what? She's a genius. Her and her husband are geniuses because that show has a second life. They literally can at any minute flip the show and show the current state of their relationship. Them old niggas can get divorced. You know, teeth and tongue fall out sometimes. (laughs) Well, they did. They can can get divorced (laughs) later in life. That happens all the time. All of the time. Right. So I like the fact that as writers, they left themselves that room to literally, we could watch this show and be so excited to learn more about um, neurological, uh, (laughs) UNICEF, (laughs) what's their names? Nuri and Yasir. We could definitely want to know more about their story now, and they could do like a jump. Boom. How old them people look to y'all? How much of a difference the age do it look? Because I don't want to be rude. And that was the other thing, too. I was like, how, how ten year old gap. are... Ten like, year how jump, far maybe. is this? Because they were in the 90s. It was My parents the 96, were, But now they like gray. 2018, 17, 18. So yeah, that whatever. wasn't realistic. So it's a 22-year... Because they've been... To, in real life, they've been together for 20 years. So that's where they're going. I don't know. Because it's, it's 70% based off of their actual, real, life. actual life. So... Yeah, so yeah. it's about a twenty-five, almost almost twenty-five year. Difference. Okay, so they could do a twenty-five year jump. You get what I'm saying? We could yeah. have a whole new show. 
we were sick of that shit and the problematic stuff <laughs> we in the 90s. Now, you know, old, two old black people that's been in a relationship for years, they could turn this into a dark comedy because oh each other out. Like, this could go anywhere. So shout out. Okay. As long as they bring Loretta Devine back every time. Yes. Wasn't she amazing? Yes. That was but she's cool. always amazing. Her. And you know what? Jade had a point about we are watching through a <coughs> lens of being in our 30s. Mm-hmm. And so there are things about it that are going to irritate me differently than a 20 something year old who may be going through that right now. Mm-hmm. But here's my concern in watching it because I, I wonder if, if I was watching that in my 20s and going through that, I would have probably. Maybe I would have considered sticking things out <laughs> that mm-hmm. I had no business sticking things out. You, I feel like I definitely wow. did. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if I was that dumb, yeah, but you exactly. know, you never know. <laughs> if the shit I did are you, stick out. Are you proposing to me? No, nigga, I'm not proposing to you. I'm telling you <laughs> no. what I just told you. Because <laughs> it's showing it. Remember, we were saying it's like broke boy propaganda. Oh, it totally is. That's it what it felt like. like. And when it's that like, nigga was mad, he don't have shit on going trip. on, but you never know where he's gonna be in five years. When that nigga was mad that she went on a trip, I'm sitting up here thinking like, you just mad because you wasn't gonna be able to go and compete yeah. with that. Like speaking of that trip and speaking of the haves and have nots, for like the first three episodes, <laughs> I kept thinking that the guy that was, she yeah. worked with that was gay was yeah. Jeffrey off the haves and yeah. have nots. Me too. Yep. I was squinting for like three hours, y'all. Like, though? wait a minute, is no. No, it's not, but they're they, talking about they a doppelganger. They, yeah, they could be in the movie together. I will say, when he took her to that trap, when he was about to move into that trap apartment, oh, yeah. where the niggas was playing video yeah. games, Yo. I cried laughing. I cried, because I know she at least 17 niggas was... who live like that But my right favorite now. part was his roommate was like, we charge extra for the drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fucking classic line. It was so black people, because you know, black it. people stay clowned, and they went outside, he was like, we need another minute to talk. He was like, he don't even live here. They already got drama. <laughs> I was like, yes. I love, I love us. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should have Monique. Monique would be great on love. As oh my gosh. Monique could be. I'm gonna tell you who. How Monique about we could play be. this game? Who would you add to love is to shake? Yasir goes two? to the welfare. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wow. Monique could have played that guy who was at the um at the impound oh. or whatever it was, and they had took his car and oh trying to get God. the money. Monique could have played that. that they could have t- mm-hmm. turned that and developed that. Dustin. Um, that white neighbor who found his car in front of her Monique. house. Oh, yeah. Monique. Monique should have been the in neighbor. In a house coat. <laughs> Out there in a house coat. Yes. Yeah. Well, baby, I think he's her homeless. Her nosy ass. <laughs> Lee Daniels, the name to my you loves. shut up. Not when, <laughs> look, when she, when she uh, rolled down the window and got in his car, yes. that would have been perfect for Monique. That's I see right. doing it. What are you doing? Drive the car down the street. Sitting out here on the street in front of, in front of Yuri's house. What are you doing? Drive the car. And, and honestly, that blew me too. Like, oh, her okay. neighbor found his car down the block. I, I, that's, my that's mind. Also because she's white, and you know, white people don't mind their business. <laughs> also, I feel like they just. Like, and hurry she up knew and get his name because she the opened story. the window and was all up in she his She was like, papers. I don't even know his last name. She's like, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> You see? They don't mind their business. <laughs> and then on the other side of the spectrum, there's random acts of flyness. Yeah. Which to me is a show that. Why are we on that show? I feel like we (laughs) miscast. When I see (laughs) Miss Honey, I I thought about you. (laughs) Is that everybody calling you Miss Honey? Honey. Miss Honey. (laughs) But then that's a show when I first saw the ads for it on the train. 
I was like, I was like, okay, what is this about? Random acts of flyness. I looked it up, was trying to read some descriptions about what it was going to be about. And it seemed, as XD put it, it seemed dank. Like, I was like, this is going to be mystical yeah. and kind of druggy. I mean, it is. It is. It's not kind of druggy. Right. And then when it came on, it absolutely was not what I expected at all. I didn't know it was going to be vignettes. Um, mm. It's very abstract. Yeah. Well, XZ calls it Afropunk Live. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I hate so much. It's Afropunk Afro Live. Live. Yeah. But I will say it what is. I appreciate yeah. about it is that I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, when I Any, tell you, I have uh, like the. Have y'all have y'all are y'all caught up? Because I don't want to spoil anything. I just haven't mm-hmm. seen like the last I'm, episode. I'm not uh, caught up, but I've started. Okay, where there's a there's a scene where the girl's natural hair gets arrested. Yes, Yo, that shit. That the was <laughs> Emmy Yo, Award winning. I was crying. And when old girl came in there with the leave in, <laughs> right? Yeah. She's like, "Where you get this?" How you get this in here? Got this in commissary? <laughs> <laughs> but what killed me is how she was combing it in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, that show is out of this world. Like, I, it is... I don't even know how to describe it. I wouldn't know how to that show it. under the uh, Donald Glover type shows. Because that's some sh- shit he would do. And that's a good show to yeah. throw in the mix. Then you have shows like Atlanta that they're kind of like, how would you even describe what this is, you know? Right. As far as the episode. black experience, like, how do you explain what it is? Yep. And that, so, like you know... Like the Drake episode of Atlanta when... No, girl that... Oh, yeah. At the, at house. the house. Yeah. I it, wouldn't it, know how to... Yeah. Any any of the Atlanta episodes where they have like a skit where there's like a commercial or some sort like Those they are the funniest. Like and even in Insecure when they had the <laughs> I hate slavery and all that shit. Like, oh, the like, show within the show. Yeah, like those like little asides. Like that, that Ooh, shit is dope. And then the they'll like let make a it bitch read. Come on, oh, let a bitch read. Even this week, I'm sorry, y'all, but this past episode where she was like uh, talking to herself in the mirror, and she's like, "You're going away," and the mirror was like, "Where I tell you, I was mad I was like, "Oh my god, this is me." I just love the fact that there's so many different like meaningful cool shit that comes out on the side and they all, they blend it all together. It's like a melting <laughs> pot of like, all right, y'all, they only going to give us this one episode, so <laughs> let's do as much shit as we can in it. Like, that's how it feels. And, every, and there's yeah. always like some message and it's like, message. What like, was I got the message it. though in that Michael J- Jackson episode of Atlanta? Oh my... I, I was talking more I, so about Frank Don't stop till you life. get enough. That was the, <laughs> that was the message. That, that, but that's true, though, because in the very last episode, I don't know if there's any more of this season of Random Acts of Flying. So, like, the way they describe it, because I had to look, because I was like, I don't know how to describe this I shit. know, same. So it's, a, it's defined as a variety show mm, okay. that caters to what a black utopian society would be. Uh-huh. And okay. so if you ever, if you never watched it, it's like, um, it's these skits based on tackling all these social justice issues that we face as black people. So like bad hair, good hair. There was one real triggering episode with the, mm-hmm. with the family member mm-hmm. and, um, being sexually assaulted oh, in yes. the lineup, yeah. in the lineup, that yeah. was fought with and the black girl from the center. That's a really good show. And the black girl from Pariah. Yeah, you know, I stop watching. Oh, oh. And, yeah. and Whoopi Goldberg was uh, on it. Kim Wayans. <laughs> no, but no. she did real good in that movie. She, she did. The black girl from Pariah. <laughs> she did. Yo, the, the the girl, the main girl. Oh, not Kim Wayans. <laughs> no. 
Yo, Whoopi Goldberg took Kim me Funyuns. out. Where's your pussy? <laughs> Where her ass was talking to her about that shit, and old girl had like, and you just heard the little noise. I was like, okay, wait a minute. She took and Whoopi Goldberg was sitting there with like killing it, just like, like oh. girl, this is running the mill. Yeah, it was it's a it great was, show. But the very last episode of episode five, they spent, and it was an extended episode. They spent oh. thirty-seven minutes. Which is what I need to get to. 37 minutes calling white people the devil. <laughs> and and I'm not even being hyperbolic or being anything. It, it, literally, they do that. And I, as to your point, Asante, and this, this idea, like, this might be the last one that we get. So we might as well just throw this shit in there just in <laughs> like, case. Like, that's how... <laughs> Y'all are killing me. Because it's like, ooh, they never gonna give us niggas no damn um, airtime no more. So Look, that's how that shit feel. Like, when they be doing the news reports and it be some <laughs> some black is. shit, or even how they'll do, like, the random asides, like, Alton's gun didn't kill him. Like, I'd be like, oh, black shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I'm just going to throw this in here at me like that. Blackface. But how do y'all feel about these shows that are a little more abstract and not, you know... So explicit in their in their like storyline. I think that it's wonderful. Well, I mean that one might be. <laughs> yeah, I buy my music with the sticker personally. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, the only but one. But you like. know, but like I like shows that. like Atlanta and, and Random Acts of Flying. We <laughs> need it. It's fresh and it stimulates the creative minds of people who are watching it. So yeah. all it does is foster even more and more new dope content from people who see it and know that there's an unorthodox or a different way. Of doing things, right? So I think it's healthy for these types of shows to exist. Um, I think it's great. I told you my interest is to be interested. So I love the fact that there's a variety. You know, I, I like you know that variety like phrases. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're like a preacher, but like, but with not minus but not, like the Michael Jordan pants, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the whole church. Part. What did you yeah, think of Random Acts of Flying is? It's fly as fuck, and I would actually like to participate. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Which is why I always was dancing. like, why didn't anybody of why aren't we in it? I feel like, like we know somebody, some people on there. Or something. I definitely do. A ton of I wish I was the everybody right? dies lady though. I could have played the hell out of that. You could have. Yo, I see that. You freedom. absolutely could have. <laughs> the way she started going up, I see you just going <laughs> in and owning that shit. Yes. <laughs> I Random acts of flyness. I want to play the everybody dies lady next season. I feel I feel that it's important. Like, she was the oracle too. Voice. I she feel was. like it's important for shows like this to exist only because they're so fly and fresh. Mm-hmm. Like it's not told in like a, a an irresponsible. Well, we just gonna keep laughing because there's like a, there's a lot of that shit. And, What's wrong right. with that? And there's nothing wrong with that. I watch more of Shat. that, and I don't mind a lot of that. <laughs> I actually picked up a new trash show today. Um, What's that? Um, Chasing uh, Dallas. Uh, no, I've already picked that one up, and we'll revisit <laughs> okay. that. Okay. What's the show that comes on uh, own, and it's the woman doing the business owner? She's the black. Oh Tabitha yeah, mind Coffee. your business. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. She's great. Black Tabitha Coffee. We'll we'll double back to that. A black um, Tabitha Coffee. Yes, and she's mm-hmm. actually helping people with their businesses, and they're black people. She breeds them, and mm-hmm. I and okay. I love it. I need to check it out. Okay. But one thing that I do like about Random Acts of Flatness is that it's one of those shows that where it's so cool, but it's still so intelligently told. Right. Like yeah, Atlanta. Absolutely. Like Atlanta is really smart, and a lot of the messaging is messaging that is palatable for white people. Not that we care or give a fuck about that shit, but it's still that it still shows our experiences, like told through black voices. Like, all right, nigga. So I do want to talk to you as a white person about this shit, but you could just watch this and understand. Like the episode of Atlanta where the white dude is saying nigga. 
But then oh, he, gosh. but then he ain't said around another set of right. people. Like that's a very real thing because you know you'll see mm-hmm. white people and I guess they'll think that they can use it around you. You gotta be like, don't say that shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? And they're like, oh, oh, oh sorry, bro. Like and they're like, yeah, you thought your ass was gonna get away with that shit because you say that shit. I thought it was very important because these are things that happen. And random acts of blindness. I hate to ruin it for people that haven't watched, but if you've watched, if you haven't watched, please watch past the first episode. The first episode gets a little dark, but watching the second to the third episode. Anyway, I like how they did the conversation about uh, masculinity and, you know, oh, Nick, people just being able to that give each other a hug. That was my favorite. And yeah, even talking how uh, men catcalling and how they talk to women and shit mm. like that. Like all that, like all of those conversations are conversations that I don't know really exist in the straight world or how they exist because they might only see it through a, a specific lens and not see how problematic that shit is. So for it to have been in a writer's room with all black people to be discussed or however it was, but I'm sure like black women was like, oh, and we got to make sure we tell niggas this. <laughs> I think it's dope. Yeah. It's dope that we have a place for that. Yeah, I like that. I like when they did the video game. Stop looking at me, Jade. I like when they did the video <laughs> game. <laughs> if the writer's room is all black, did that mean all the ink pens came from like credit unions? Oh my and banks. God. <laughs> 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 oh, but your green pens. <laughs> Carter Federal. <laughs> Carter Federal. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I think, it's, I think yeah. it's fair too, which is why I'm like this even with like beauty products. Well, I will. I don't like saying that I don't like something, right? Because for, it's. I'd rather say it just wasn't for it me, ain't for me. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know, I think of shows like The Wire. <laughs> there are the people wire. I love The Wire. Okay, The Wire was a relish. and the crazy thing is there's so many shows like Power or where it's like the same fucking shit, the same hood, you know, kingpin that life gets too big, he can't handle it, he loses trust in people, he gets killed by his best friend. Like we've seen it how many times mm-hmm. at this point? But I love it. It's Shakespeare, hooked. Black Shakespeare. I'm hooked. You know, Niggas like I love money and violence, friend. It's true, and because I, it's a good ass show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based on the title alone. All of us watch Lock. What is it? Locked up. Yeah, love Love after after lock. Love after lock. That's just great. Where someone else might be like, "This is terrible." They're stupid. They don't like to have it. (laughs) Yeah, they just yeah, they don't understand. It's terrible messaging. You know what I mean? And so, remember, (laughs) it is highlighting the problems of our derelicts of society. Kids, we're moving to California. I was like, how she just going to move her kids to California? <laughs> to or freedom! Or just got out of jail. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even yeah. that episode, her poor kids. Yeah. I'll give you she had them on the beach. The like, baby nut. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have just sat there and ate your rice, baby nut. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I remember when, when Atlanta, and even to this day, there are a lot of people that are like, I just don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't get it. I, I, What's everything the point of this show? Right. It's only one way to get it, and that's if you watch Dumb Dumb. But it, it, everything ain't for watch. everybody. Yeah. And then right. decide if it ain't for you. This week's episode of the Friend Zone is also brought to you by Kapari. Kapari's coconut deodorant is aluminum-free deodorant that doesn't suck. Kapari's deodorant takes care of smell without plugging up your sweat glands and messing with your body's natural patterns. It doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just the subtle scent of coconut milk. Most importantly, it works. It fights odors with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil and is free of silicones, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda. It doesn't have baking soda. Oh, it does have baking soda. 
Baking soda. The blackness in me just jumped soda. out because you know if it has baking soda, it works. <laughs> um, it's gotten a lot of love from editors at Cosmo and People, and there are thousands of five-star reviews on Kapari's website from people who are now coconut converts. Kapari offers a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try. But hurry, they can barely keep it in stock. Uh, Kapari has a very, very delicious scent. There's nothing that I love more than the smell of that coconut milk. And they don't just do deodorant. They have facial products as well. So they're very diverse. And like I said before, my blackness jumped out when I read baking soda because I used to put baking soda on my toothbrush as a child. I used it to brush my teeth. You know, you put baking soda in a hair cleaning, uh, a hair cleansing regimen. You can use baking soda for many things. And now it's in this Kapari deodorant. So you know it works. So say aloha to Kapari by going to kaparibeauty.com slash friendzone to make the safe switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash friendzone. Kaparibeauty.com slash friendzone. Get you some. Now, another thing that people need to pay attention to, speaking of love after lockup, this is random, but it's a <laughs> random act of podcasting, right? So why... The girl, the black Mormon, right? Mm-hmm. It's That's black the people living in Oregon, episode, right? By the way. Random Love acts that. of podcasting. Hey, <laughs> and now, featuring right. Jaden yeah. XD. <laughs> yes. So, they're black Mormons black living Mormon in Oregon, right? Then they live in work, uh, Idaho, Utah. Utah. <laughs> Peace pipe, crack pipe, tomato, wow. tomato, same thing. <laughs> so, like, mm. so, <laughs> so my thing. Put, I'm you, sorry, I have to give a PSA. Mm-hmm. That's from our friend Mark. Oh, I no. love Mark. Mark yeah, you said, know lo- Mark said, when, when you, you light put, your cocaine when, on fire, yeah, that's crack. That's crack, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> oh my God. Point is, why aren't you hairstylist? Shekinah, you know what I'm saying? You need a job, you need something to figure out. Why aren't they traveling to Oregon? She got that white lady doing that weed. We sat there for how many episodes, Jade? <laughs> and we're subjected to this leave out. We're subjected to Stop. tracks being loose. Everything. I was so irritated. The tracks was hanging off of her braid. It looked like a shower curtain. You know how shower, <laughs> you know, like the rings at the top of a shower curtain on the shower rod? That's what the track looked like hanging off of her braid in the top of her head. Yo. She didn't bump the end. Oh, yo, she didn't bump the end. Like she, it was, Maybe it she just, didn't bump the leave out. Yeah, at all. Ooh, and that's why? how you know. That's how you First know somebody all. don't have no black friends because they leave out is ragged. Well, I mean, she did get the bag, yeah. y'all. She, she had that one laughing. black friend, but she but she, she hated her. her. Right. right. Didn't like, she stitch her hair? Yeah, she had her hair like her best friend had her hair like the Jeffersons. So the point is, y'all black stylists, there's a market. Y'all need to go out there, you know what I'm saying, and just hook these towns up. You think them white women wouldn't be sitting there if you come out there telling them, I might not be Tokyo styles, but I can be Chinatown (laughs) styles. You can go out there and do weaves and wigs and shit. Come on. Sorry, this is an opportunity. No, but you know what's crazy, though? Because you know Rachel Dolezal said that same thing. What did she say? That one person said... She was like, you know, through all this, I never lost a hair client. <laughs> to let you know that there's always going to be somebody. Wait, when did Yo, she you say that? In her, in, her, uh, right. <laughs> in her documentary called The Racial Divide, which mm. is amazing branding, by yeah. the way. Yeah, really shout was. out to whoever <laughs> did that. Netflix, y'all did That's that. A hell of a Hire name. all of us. <laughs> That's a hell of a name. <laughs> but... 
She said, I never lost a client. I was like, you wow. know, that's big I dick seen energy. her in the bathroom floor, like, cutting her braids out her <laughs> head catchy. or something. Yeah. Yeah. She oh, was. I wanted to see that clip. It was yeah. like crazy. in the sky. And Ketchy Diallo was cutting her, free, her, uh, her and box braids out her And Ketchy Diallo, that's her that's Diallo her name. was cutting her box braids out of her head. 69. <laughs> That's Rachel Dozo and Nakashi 69. Nuri, Nuri Yasir shine your light on the world was cutting her braids. Wow. 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 Nuri says, I want Nuri to be free, to be free, to be free. Man. Now here's another question oh. I have. Yes, friend. Oh. So oh. you you got that the green light sweating. to have your own show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are down over this. Right. You have the green light to have your own show. How much will you consider the, the sensitivity where the world is now? Will you take that into consideration when writing your show? Yes. Like, will you change how certain characters speak in order to honor and respect and have, like, inclusivity? Like, let's say, for example, if you're doing a show about the hood you in... Will mm-hmm. you add, you know, white people in it just to make it more universal? Remember that happened with girls where yeah. people were pissed because she didn't have black people. But I'm like, she probably don't have black friends. Right. I don't know any black people that would have been friends with Lena Donna. Little critter. I don't know. Honestly. I remember she randomly threw in Childish Gambino. Do you yeah. remember that? I mean, that fit. Ooh. I don't know any white people that would be friends with Lena Dunham. (laughs) Lena Dunham is just a, she's not, like, there's, you don't, let me stop because I'm about to get in trouble. So let me give a mouse a cookie. There's no reason. You don't, (laughs) you don't consider Lena Dunham and see like all these reasons to be our friend. You know what I'm saying? I just put it like that. There's not really a buy-in there. Right. You know like if you give anybody. a moose a muffin, nobody's going to be friends with Lena Dunham. Nobody in this whole little critter. So, yeah, I don't really think... That's why the whole girls thing, I think, kind of, like, blew over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, like, girl, it became not girls. It was girl, please, after a minute. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, friend. But, yes, I understand what you're saying. But will you modify show, your, your experience in your show to be more inclusive and to respect If it made sense to the story, Yes. I would because I feel like it's important to do that. And I guess that's where, even though I talked all that shit, I definitely would be considerate of things like that in writing a show. Because mm-hmm. I would want naturally to do things that were for the greater good. So if seeing things represented on TV was the greater good, then yeah, I would include certain people. And plus, you can't have a hood without the Chinese lady. You know what I'm saying? I like guess a bunch of people you have to include in a hood story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. I'd write in some ginger fires. Oh, goodness. From a comedic perspective, it's gold. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You definitely have to include other people. (laughs) Right. I thought it was dope for Random Max of Flyness that, you know, they made sure they had queer, that that was a storyline that they told. um, I also think that it was dope how, like, we even talked about, you know, rape culture and how that was on there and, like, Mm -hmm. niggas apologizing and learning how to apologize. Mm, That was a heavy episode. It was, but it was very important. Like, (laughs) like, and now back to the apology. And to (laughs) see people getting up and leaving and shit, like, uh uh-uh, like... Like, that's so real, and it's hard to have conversations like that or even figure out, like, how to go about doing them. I thought it was dope that they, like, had these things. And it was kind of like, all right, well, I guess one on one hand, they might say, oh, this is damaging to the man or, you know, black male, and we should be all together, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't done in, like, a bashful way. Like, I feel like they were very smart 
and how they include it. And so in whatever story I decide to tell, I do want to make sure I include people that can help me gain perspective and share perspective, but I don't want to necessarily water that down to make everybody feel comfortable. Because right. everybody's going to not, not everybody's going to feel the same way about your art anyway. So if it moves people in different ways, then mm-hmm. I'll just have to, you know, I hate that we even have cancel culture because one of the ways that I might have to learn is, you know, through my mistakes. So Fuck I just hope that. people are accepting when that time comes. Cancel them. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of, especially a lot of our peers that are currently working on projects. That's always at the forefront, you know, of, of their work and the yeah. board meetings yeah. and, and the writing process. It's thinking like, ooh, this might not hit, you know, yeah, or course. it's a different time. I probably shouldn't say this, even if it's something that maybe the character in your life really did say. But like, can you have that character say that? Mm. You know, when I think... Imagine if I did a movie about my life, <coughs> what the dudes on the bench say, like half of that shit's not going to fly. <laughs> like it just won't. And it might cause problems. And then you could also argue, well, this is the experience. Really, you know what relatable. I mean? This is what happened. Right. And I'm just trying to kind of put a lens on that. But I mean, if it offends people, can you still do that? Yes. Yes. Because yeah. that's real actually life. all the more reason to do it on a petty note. <laughs> I honestly feel like everybody is going to be offended about something. Mm-hmm. Like, like you literally won't be able to do anything without somebody coming. Like, you can look at, there is not one video on YouTube, and maybe there is, and it's, like, published somewhere. But I don't think there's one video on YouTube that has uh, zero thumbs down. Like, it can be, oh, like, I don't think that's great possible. shit. Well, people also and, like to troll. Yeah, <laughs> but even in trolling, like, that's just hating. Like, you can't troll in a positive way. Like, you got a thumbs down this shit just to say you the one that did it. Like, you don't right. actually dislike this shit. Like, that's fucked up and stupid. So I feel like if I'm going to do some shit, I'm going to have to make sure that this is some shit that I like and I feel like, you know, like, I want to do it. And if people are saying, oh, no, you a trash nigga, da, 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 then, you know, that might be true because of whatever my experience was, but this is what I wanted to do. And then maybe people will think piece of shit and say, well, <laughs> it was trash because it was his experience. And, like, poor example, because I can't really think of a good one, Frank Ocean. You know, like, a lot of people didn't really like, uh, what was the album? Uh, Endless and Blonde. Yeah, they weren't fucking with Blonde for the longest, and then all of a sudden there was, like, a wave where Blonde was the shit. And then... People were like, oh, like, I'm fucking with this. Like, I feel like sometimes where people are at, they don't get into certain things, which is why, perfect example, friend, Claws. Like, you have said that Claws <laughs> is just not for you. Right. And, I tried. And I, I know. I really tried. I tried so hard because you, did. you guys love it so much. You did. And you know what? And that's why <laughs> I, I find it fascinating because. Even online, you see all the comments. I'm like, this show's got to be really good. And I started watching it, and I just couldn't connect. But you have to... You're, you're just like Crystal, and that's why I love y'all. Because when y'all don't like some shit in my mind, I'd be like, okay, damn. Like, I wonder what it... Like, I'd be trying to figure out like, what it is you don't like, and then figure out, like, you know, ways to connect you to what it is you don't like, and maybe see if you can get into it somehow or whatever. But one of the things about Claws was... I remember watching that shit and being like... Yo, this is some hick town. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> but once I realized what purpose it really served, like, I was like, oh, this is like a TNT, you know, uh, late night drama. And, like, normally I wouldn't watch some late night drama, but I did watch late night drama. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And I'm just an EC Nash fan, so I was a little biased from that. But I just had to keep getting into it. But to to the point of coming back in, people having to, like, water down their art, I think that sometimes people feel like, they'll need to tell a certain story or like like in Claws per se, it's like Backwoods, Florida. It wouldn't be an authentic story if there weren't like trash white people told in that story or or even trash black people told in that story. Because I thought there's like an episode where 
one of the people have to, um, they're sitting with a con artist and she was a black woman. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, black folks scam. This is Florida, cool. <laughs> but a lot of people wouldn't want to touch some of those areas because they feel like, oh, well, we don't want to depict a black woman in a certain light. <laughs> da, 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 da. I think that just everything is told in a certain way and it's good. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, that brings a, g- a good point too. Would you be afraid of like, depicting people in certain ways even if that was your experience but just because you don't want to put that on tv again yeah like a crackhead you know what i mean or i know there's certain things where people are like oh we've we seen this why does the woman have to be a crackhead or da, da, da. i would do it well i would think about that it's it goes so deep for me but like there's certain things that i just wouldn't do on the strength of like my pride for being you know, a black man in America or whatever. There's certain that's what things, I mean, yeah. yeah. So there's certain things that I wouldn't do. I think where I would make the compromise is I might tell the part of the story through comedy. Okay. Like, instead of just infusing, like, the lady at the post office being a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to put, like, you know... That angry black woman. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? I would make her, like, a really funny character. Okay. That's a cool way to do it, I think. mm to play into the same characters but kind of flip it with humor. That always works, though. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? That way it's there, but it's still not something that stings or something that is detrimental. I guess that would be my concern. Not so much offending people, but doing something, you know, creating something that was detrimental. That would be my fear. Right. So as long as it wasn't damaging, you know what I mean? I would go for it, shit. Because right. it's got to be good. I didn't told you all that. <laughs> So, are you guys excited to create in this climate? Very much so. Yeah. It you haven't it haven't it hasn't like brought about excuse me brought upon doubt or fear or none of that. Uh, because of the heightened cultural sensitivity. No, I think maybe imposter syndrome is the only thing that's gotten me. But um, other than that, no, I think. Mm-mm. I think I think uh, I think all of us in this room are smart enough and savvy enough to work around that. Right. So I don't I don't think that's a hindrance, and I I'm excited to do it. It gives more of a challenge. It's also like, you know, it, it's also clearing out a bunch of trash people <laughs> and making right. wave and making waves for us who can really fuck up some shit. You know what right. I mean? Right. And plus, I run with scissors anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's, you know, I, I like the thrill, the chase, all that shit. So, I actually like the challenge of being faced with that. Like, okay, so if we do get blessed with the opportunity to create like that, how will I make sure that my shit is good and authentic but still does serve a purpose? And I know I said I just want to be entertaining. I do <laughs> just want to be entertained. But if I was creating, that's me speaking as a viewer. Speaking as a creator, yeah. You know, although I know I would have the responsibility of entertaining people, I also damn sure would have the responsibility <laughs> of providing a service of some sort. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm the type of person who would want whatever my work is to be remembered anyway. So I want to make sure that it was, you know, I guess substantive beyond just being entertaining. And so I would go the extra mile. What I wouldn't compromise is curse words. And the reason is because they're funny whether you hear them or not. So then you I need can, to be on yeah. HBO. Or, <laughs> or, or I can be on TV and we can make the beep funny. Because I think it's so I funny always, when they beep curse words I always tell people what the beep is always funny. It's so funny. <laughs> so I feel like it's, I can use that. You know always, what I mean? It's the beep or the words. hard ER. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
See, for me, when I think about if I really had the opportunity, let's say, and, and could kind of dig back to writing about my life, I think about, like, oh, there's so much tragedy. Like, would I want to bring that, you know, like, would I want to bring that to the table? Because it would literally be another version of The Wire <laughs> with just a female lead. That would be lit. I'm not, to, I was about to say, Frank, I'm not trying to, you know, that take away, be, but that sounds kind of hard. Like, I watched that. Super lit. And the wire. Like y'all not tired of shows about the project? Just let no, me no. Mine would be a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a dark comedy, like, so about my life with all the tragedy. But just make it funny. Just make it funny, because yeah. cause terrible shit happens all the time, and sometimes yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Horrible shit happens every day, B. Yeah. <laughs> True. And now I'm curious, what are, what shows do you guys think are doing it right? That you are just like, this would be the show I would have if I could. Who? This would be mine if I could oh. have this damn show. Is it a current show? or No, it could be just any show that you wish you could have created and been behind. Because oh you just God. love what it represents, how it was shot, just everything about it. Atlanta, hands down for me. I wish I would have been part of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Just because I loved, I loved everything about every episode and every season like with the exception of that damn that horror episode that's literally the only one outside of that (laughs) one episode like every episode had like something of value to me as like a person that had been in atlanta as an industry person like dealing with different sorts of levels in my life and i thought to myself damn it would have been dope to be part of this somehow like whether I was one of the actors next to Paperboy, who I think is a really, really dope character, because you never just get you some regular-ass black man, That's what I you know, talked about through some shit, but shot through a really cool lens. And he still is just a regular-ass nigga. It's not like he's just this black man that they have to have on TV, and he plays this, you know, well-spoken character. He literally is just a nigga in Atlanta, you know, that raps, and this is the bullshit he go through, and he be geeking on the weekends and hoes and shit. And I thought that that was funny as hell. Nigga got robbed, like... You, you don't see these people telling stories about rappers. It's all glamorous and shit. This nigga, like, got robbed on the show, and I was like, this is cool as fuck. <laughs> like, like, ain't nobody going to get played like that. They had him walking through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Even before he got robbed, when he was with his the hood rat girl that was a social media influencer. Oh, yeah. Like, that, the way that they, like, related his shit in Atlanta to, like, shit today and how people look at relationships and shit like that, I was like, I wish I could have been part of all of this. Right. All, all of this. Who else? Does that have to be a black show? No, literally, oh, whatever no show. That would no, just no, give us- no, I, I just had to... What your wife was going to say? <laughs> no, this is a really hard question because I, I often think about this a lot. Um, damn, it's two of them. Damn, I'm trying to pick which one. If it makes oh. you feel any better, I'm going to name two shows. Okay, great. So I'm going to name two. Um, the first one is Living Single. Oh, yes. really? Um, Cute. Yeah, Living Single, such a dynamic show. It's like today can come on and I still cackle and I have seen every episode at least 37 times um just the just the dynamics of like these four black women who are just making it in this fictional ass New York because I don't know where you can live in that kind of environment for that amount of whatever they were making um and and the men were secondary like that's awesome (laughs) like go away um but I think as far as drama, I wish I would have create would have been able to create this show called The Big C. 
Oh, yes. <gasps> oh, shit. I love that show. Shafir and I used to watch the show all the time. Um, oh, I love that show. And I like, totally I like, if you don't know what it is, the Big C is starred Laura Lenny, and it was about, um, in the very first episode, she gets diagnosed with stage four cancer. And the whole series is about her, well, like, fuck it, I'm going to live my life until I die because mm-hmm. this, there's no turning back. And that's what she did. That show was good. And yeah. Shout out to Gabrielle City Bay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. Ooh. Yeah, that was a good show. And I, and I love human, like, that's what I gravitate toward. I think that's why I like being Mary Jane and and um, and even <laughs> Love Is or things like that, like, where I can connect to the human aspect of, of it. like Or even, like, This Is Us. Like, those are the type of shows that I gravitate to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mm, I think The Wire is just hands down yes. like because it's just there was like comedy in it a little mm-hmm. bit, but then obviously there were parts that had you in tears, like mm-hmm. when certain characters got killed that we had been attached to for like seasons. Um, you had massive characters like Omar. Yes, you know, so I connect to that. I I don't know that there's a show that I was as affected by. I don't I can't think of one. But I also fear being so heavy-handed with the tragedies and the hood stories, you know? Mm. So I think there's a a lightheartedness and playfulness I would still kind of want to add and it makes me think of a show like Remember how to make it in America? Yes, loved that show. You see how it was still like it showed. Yes, Mm. oh, he was so cute. But you see how that show there was like a playfulness to it, Mm -hmm. an airiness to it. They still allowed room for like their struggle and their fights, their friendship crashing, them being broke. Uh, Remember all the different hustles he had. Mm -hmm. Let's make the jeans. The jeans don't work. They had the Rasta drinks. The catering job. The catering job. Somebody going in place for him. His uncle was about to beat him. (laughs) Complex life. That's what it was. Literally what it was. So I feel like, you know, something in between that, where what I am learning, and even as I'm getting older, is, you know, you can have depth. And you can also still laugh. And I kind of want to be able to to play in both of those territories, if that makes sense. That's real. Yeah. Jade? Boondocks. Yes. <laughs> I'm the Don't talk to them niggas so over there. Boondocks was a genius show. Uncle Ruckus, I wish yes. I it's everything that I believe in life. So Yes, the Boondocks was genius. The R. Kelly episode <laughs> where oh it was God. like... Talking, talking, you know, like you, nigga, really, niggas, like y'all are really getting ready to glorify this man, all because he makes a nice beat. You know what I'm saying? Every episode is just, I yes. love the Boondocks. I wish I could. The lawyer the when he went to jail, and his ass was, he was like, I don't want to go to jail. I'm scared of rape. <laughs> <laughs> Fleece Johnson when they brought oh Fleece God. Johnson back, like the the, the fact that they have a rever- like a reverse race like everything on there is just genius. Yes. Boondocks is just genius, and it still works even cool today. Cool. People yes. pull clips from it, like oh my god. Same with Sims, The Simpsons. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my Shit. psychic the, ass. Better show. with The Simpsons. It's been a million episodes of that <laughs> bitch. God damn, that's been on as long amazing. as I've been alive. That's, Somebody blackmailed the contract. Still were, it's still on, like new mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Somebody must have blackmailed them in their contract Who's and said their this market? show was running forever. Who watches The Simpsons? Right. <laughs> so Dustin. Thank you. South Park's still on too. Um 
I would love to have been a part of a great sketch comedy show. So you can fill in the blanks. I would I love know. to have been a part of In Living Color. Oh. Yes. I would love to have been a part of The Chappelle Show. Yes. Oh. I would love to have been on... I would still love to currently be on Saturday Night Live. That's a goal of mine. I would love to be on there. Um, so I would like to do that. Hmm. I would love to have been one of the husbands on Desperate Housewives. <laughs> uh, I would. I would love yeah. to have been on Desperate Housewives. I, I had an affair with Bree. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Like <laughs> I would have loved that. Um, I now want to change my answer. But yeah, and then I, you know, do it's it, a dream it. of mine to be in like a comedic sitcom that's iconic. So insert any of them: Sanford and Son, Martin, yes, Good Times. You know what I'm saying? I would love to. Can you imagine if I was like JJ on Good Times? <laughs> that's what I mean. So like, just you know, I would love to do that. That's it. I need to amend my answer too. I, w- I definitely would have loved to have done Mad TV back in the day. Just oh my God, you are not like, watching was, Mad I love TV. The, the cast of Mad TV was unmatched. Like, Deborah Wilson is a treasure and continues to Her be with oh, Houston. Yeah. Nicole Sullivan is also a treasure and continues to be one. Alex Borstein is a treasure and continues to be one. Oh my one. God, like, how problematic. Um, it was. So many of those uh, skits. Yo, I will, I, you can fight me on this, but Mad TV and. and Saturday Night Live had a lot of legends, but Mad TV was better than SNL. I used to say that. Yeah. It absolutely yeah, was. Yeah, I remember House of Bugging. Yes, I remember what? House of Bugging. So yes. It was like the Hispanic version. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or the Latino, excuse me, yeah. Latino version of it. And Robert Townsend Shout had out to a John variety Lincoln. show, too. With Paula J. Parker. Yes. What? Oh I don't remember that. Uh-huh. Oh, let me not say that because then y'all are going to harass me. <laughs> no, not many people I know said I didn't know it. Smart Guy and my mentions you for the now, past don't you, like, three weeks. I, I do now. I do now. <laughs> like, if I didn't know before, I have to filter out the term. I would like to admit my answer, mm-hmm. and you all can judge me, and it's so fine. Uh oh. You better not say friends. No, no, no. Seinfeld. No, no, no. Oh my God, yes. That's on my list. <laughs> I wish and this person is um, Adam Devalo is really like one of my idols and so like you know people idolize like certain actors and actresses but Adam Devalo is the creator of the two greatest reality TV shows ever who have oh, redefined redefined reality TV sh- re- reality TV as we know it Laguna Beach and the Hills. I can't oh. nigga, please. When he's about to say, like, I, I have never heard that night. Yes. No, I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell, no, I'm gonna no tell you why. Flavor Flav. I ain't no, never heard no, that name. I'm going to tell you why. Of shit, no shit. I'm here for it. I'm here Let for me tell First you. of all, the greatest reality TV show of all time is Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> but however, I'm yes. talking about redefined. And the reason why I say this is because. Yeah. The reason why I say this is because they allowed people to believe. That that shit was real <laughs> for like six years, yes. and at the end they, they pulled the, the oh, yes, and niggas were like, <gasps> and they think they waited long enough to bring it back because you know the heels is coming back. Yeah, it is. I'm Wait, not really on, interested because I clearly oh missed oh an episode. God. Oh, the, the Brandon, finale. No, it was. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I live tweeted this too, like it, friend. Oh, it was friend. the Truman Show. Yeah. Yes. What do you oh, mean? Yeah, you it didn't was, know wait, it wasn't real. Wait. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. No, what everybody was like, "What pulled... was it?" No, it, it was fake. 
Yeah. What was fake? Exactly. There was a script everything. Involved. Yeah, everything, like, everything was, was fake. Like, and like, and if you go back, Luna Beach was fake. Every, completely. Everything was fake. Because that apartment oh that um, Heidi and uh, Lauren lived in in the hills. Yeah, all that fake. shit was owned by MTV. Yeah. Y'all gotta be fucking kidding me. That is. And so, in the last episode, they unveiled the sets. Yeah, and it's with the last episode is with um See what with when the you Jenner don't child. A season. Um, you weren't supposed hmm? to. I said, see what happens when you don't finish the season. It's fine. Kristen Cavallari was on it. Nobody really cared. But, <laughs> um, however, her new show is great. How, but anywho, I heard the husband is the draw. Yes, the that is not her. But because I, would, I, I mean, clearly, yeah, paint no drawing. No but cares. I never, you know. Oh. I never. Well, let's be clear. She wasn't ever the draw on those it shows. Never, period. never was ever. It was everybody tuned in for Lauren and I. Yes, let's be Lauren clear. Conrad. Yeah. Um, Please, I tuned in for Spencer. What are you talking about? Uh, well, that came later, but yeah, that nigga was terrible. Uh, that's high. It was a horrible Spidey. Uh, yeah. I could have done without her. Yeah. Yeah, me her too. and Tariq can Weren't go to the same place. Were they just at the VMAs? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Oh wow. The show is coming back. Yeah. And they got a fucking baby and shit. Like Heidi and Spencer then made a kid. Wow. Who oh, allowed did you, that yeah. to happen? Ooh, exactly. The ghetto. the ghetto. I mean, that's love everlasting. But but I mean, and they also like the way even Mona and Friends shoot um, the new show. Like it's very similar to The Hills and how they do like the single camera shots and stuff. Mm. It's very very similar, like Siesta Key, which is great. <laughs> Wow, you need to need to get on it. Like I said, I like mindless trash. <laughs> Listen, living in New York is so hard and so difficult it and being is. black is so like tiresome sometimes. It's just like like I said, I'm tired of being black excellence. It's just like black girl, I guess like I'm tired. <laughs> and sometimes I want to watch meaningless television, so I'll turn on Siesta Key or like Nailed it. Which I'm tired is of being black excellence too. Sometimes I want to be black egg salad. A standard, but still good. You know what I'm saying? So I want to play by the rules, but still be good. I don't want to be I black excellence. I want to be black egg salad. I love egg yes. salad. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the Friend Zone podcast. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories, which always smell like poop. It's also about practical, everyday <laughs> strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk with who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for just a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. I just started watching, um, I just started this week. Oh, man, That's why you don't remember the S. name of it. That's why I... 
No, it starts with an S, and it's these kids that got into the drug game. Successful. Snowfall. Oh, Snowfall. Oh, it's good. Oh, Are you in season oh, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started. Ooh, I'm on Snowfall is good. Oh, yeah, you need to. Yeah, and this is another. And this is another drug show, and I'm like, I'm clearly so drawn to them. And there were parts of it where it was like, oh, my God, why am I watching this? But Snowfall is good. It Snowfall really good. is good. There is an episode that is very, <laughs> yes. very triggering. Yes. Yes. And what season? The, the first, first one. one. Oh, great. Yes. <laughs> so look out for that. Snowfall okay. is great. It came out, I, I thought it was in the vein of Claws. Because you know how Claws is about like the drug game mm. but a, a nail salon? Right. I thought Snowfall was like the hair salon equivalent and the Snowfall was a reference to Dandruff. I was way off. Jeez. You were. So, okay, way. so to marry Snowfall Sorry. to what you were just talking about, do you remember, um, did you ever watch Snow on the Bluff? Yes, you know yes. I did. That's one movie. of the greatest movies of all time. So you know that wasn't Curtis real, right? Yeah, yeah, we, you know. yeah but it so took elements, me a were, elements, elements were elements were yes. LMA but, was in Snow on the Block. Elements, no. Maybe that's why I thought. I just thought about when you were talking. I remember being lost though at first. I was like, "Is this real? No, it's not. Is it real? I thought Snow on the Block was real. It's like an emotional roller coaster." I don't I thought, know what finally gave it away. I I actually thought that it was real. Well, me and my friends we were watching it when we were young, and I remember thinking it was real, but we was laughing, crying, like <laughs> you like know, on some nigga shit. <laughs> you know how I knew it wasn't real from the get because he robbed three white people, <laughs> and he still managed to make a whole film. <laughs> True, and, and, and the, the shootout, and the shootout, the shoot. Like you can't you can't rob three white people and get away with that. What other shows are you guys watching? Just another girl in the IRT. <laughs> Cut that out. You know what? But I believe her though. It's Jade. That's the thing about Jade it. made me watch she is We watched that movie together when she was pregnant and it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> the worst movie period. Ever, that was period. my jam when I was younger. <coughs> oh. What did she watch? Kids? Oh. Yo, right. yo, kids is a movie. Kids was the shit. I love kids. That's my yeah. movie. Love, that wasn't Look, good. kids was one of the reasons I was like, damn, I'm missing being a teenager in New York. <laughs> Them niggas is lit. <laughs> and then I got to the end and I was like, whoa. A little too lit, right? Yeah, but what, you know what? Kids me up? would be a movie I would make. I yes. Have, you know. Know. Can I tell you, this is a very <laughs> irrational fear. I used to, when I first moved here, Oh gosh! I thought that that man was gonna be on the train one day. <laughs> like, <laughs> you remember the man and kids on the skateboard? <laughs> and I was out when I first I was about moved to here. Sing this song, ah, I know, but I've been trying so hard not to sing it. <laughs> but I used to be terrified that I'd get on the train. That man would come scooting in and be like, "Oh my god, please don't!" And then just you start came to New York and met the Showtime boys. <laughs> and then I met Showtime the Showtime that boys. Kick you in your face with a flip. What are you watching? Um, a bunch of Netflix shit that you like, not just random. I I watch a bunch of Netflix shit. So right now, I should not say that I'm watching this because Crystal was saying it's awful. But I've been watching Insatiable. I, you know, <laughs> Maya told me she liked it, so I was like, and but she's funny because Maya was like, you're not gonna like it. <laughs> so Maya, you know knows. your friends know you. She yes. was like, it's a little too campy. Yes, and I and she knows I do. I hate campy. I don't yeah. know why, but I hate campy Can't. shows. I can't Unless get I'm into all it. right with it. You know what I mean? I feel. I don't know. There's never on our right level for me. I just don't connect because <laughs> it, it it's just like so cheesy. I'm like, ugh. 
I, I remember I tried to get into um, Jane the Virgin, I think it was. Oh, nope. And there's a that. little bit of campiness in it, but I could hang. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's subtle. It's slight, but I like, like the storyline. Like Drop Dead Diva. Oh, I never watched I that. Love Drop Dead I do Diva. love Drop Dead Diva. That's about Sheree. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. Vanessa Williams. It's about Kaya. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing She's diva, not diva about Kaya. Not like Drop Dead Devil. Drop Dead. Yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> loving Snowfall right now. Um, do you watch I Am a Killer? Yes. So good. I love it's that a great, show. It's a great Y'all know show. I love a true crime. You know yeah. I, love I love when love they get into crime. the psychological conversations. Yeah. You know what I love about it? That they introduce you to the criminal first. Yep. So yeah. you get attached you get to person. him. You hear his story. He's giving you backstory. And then you speak to the victims or the investigators or the police after. And then you get mindfucked because they give you a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who to believe because both sides are completely plausible. Like like Mr. Buchanan. you get emotionally wrapped up. Mm. Right. Mm, he's that's gonna keep me up at night, dog. It, no, no, it's listen, not. It I mean, so it's like I, they look, on death row, Dustin. Nah, they coming to get you. It don't matter. <laughs> the fact that I'm now in thought about like the different perspective and shit that is scary. All, like, all I'm I'll be say scared. is that it messed with my it. discernment when I'm like, damn, my discernment yeah. is trash because <laughs> a lot of those criminals, I was sitting there like, Except oh man, we yeah. voted for you. Well, you start feeling like, dang, they really got the wrong dude, and he's gonna, you know, be in jail for. Like eighty years, and then you hear the family talking. You're like, hold on, yeah, <laughs> he's talking like we seen that motherfucker on the camera. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I only felt that way about that about one person. The first black one. No. The one who said he wasn't there for the no, shooting. No, I only one I felt that they should free was the Latino guy who the the sixteen year old who killed it, and he said he was the son of Satan. Oh, oh yeah. bad baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> how is she still how is she how is it a thing hits yes black person right now hits <laughs> got her she's down right you done took jade out d-o-w-n-j's down down got her yourself on tv oh what do you mean do all the shows that you're watching do you see yourself in any of these shows or why do you watch these shows why do you watch the shows that you watch like even the i am a killer shows um because i smoke a lot of weed and so (laughs) i (laughs) sorry like what do you use the content to fill it for because i i watch a lot of anime specifically because i think to myself okay well i'm high right now and i want to enjoy the colors but i also say not the can colors. i make this beneficial to myself and can i read the subtitles and keep up or but anime be having gems no but and and that's the thing mm-hmm. like like for lo- me low key and that's why friend that's why i started ninja training because i was like i'm gonna have to watch some anime because it always keeps me inspired motivated shit like that so i've decided to start dragon ball z from the very beginning and use that as my fitness training tool now i hear that i mean i like all the hood shit Really? Yeah. That's why I'm... Because you gangster. <laughs> I just like... I don't know. I'm always drawn to it. It's like movies like Paid in Full. And like, mm-hmm. you know... The best of all time. They're always Wood like Harris, my, favorite. my favorite. Even Belly. I know. Yes. Right? Wood, everything Wood Harris is in. So I guess that's probably what draws me. It's If I can see my life in it somehow, it'll like pull me in. Mm. But then I do like things where I don't see myself in at all. Like, 
random acts of flyness. There are mm. parts of it where I'm like, I don't see myself in a lot of it, but I can't stop watching it. It's just, it draws me in. I feel the same way about love and hip-hop. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I do. I'm just yeah. telling you the truth. You know, it's one of those things that I have reconciled with myself concerning. Um, I don't care. I am very, I, when I say I don't care, I mean about the judgment that is usually accompanied with a declaration that you watch Love and Hip Hop. That's true. I don't care about you judging me, okay? Love and Hip Hop is great. I often make the argument that it's our generation's soap opera. And that's just why we enjoy it. I love Modern Friends. It speaks to exactly what you were just saying, friend. That it's a show that I love, but I can't see myself in. Right. And ain't nothing wrong. Yeah. Like Black Ink Crew. Yeah. Yeah. Black Ink Crew is good. I love Carmax, but I could love Black Ink Crew. I love watching it. So, I mean, you know, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't know if I see myself in any of these shows. Maybe I like you I like could music. Be curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. you'd be perfect. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. you could be What's on his curb name? your enthusiasm. I feel like you and him have the same sense of humor. Larry, Larry David. David. Larry, Larry David. fucking David. That's an honor. Oh my gosh, thank you guys. Legit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I feel like, I, like it's like rap music. Like I, I'm not like, like. I move coke in my head like all day, <laughs> but I carry a mirth. Like I'm no. So Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know who I would be on there though. I do, <laughs> but that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that is a good question. Do are people drawn to shows that they see themselves in? Like, Not do you me. have to connect mm. with a character no, to no. want to see it every on week? Pornhub. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> You're drawing the characters. Or the little show you made in. me watch with the little girl prisoners. Little That's because that girl looks like you. What? Like Rihanna. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> see, I was the only person. Oh my god, are you talking about that Handmaid's Tale? Ah, no. Oh, oh Jay, but I do. That's the show like that I remember. Handmaid's Tale. Remember, there was a light skinned woman, and when she started to say her name. And was her name? Ooh, handmade sales, another one. Ooh, <coughs> that is. Let's not that's it. the one that I said I see myself in, because that's where and our government is going. Too? No, oh, that's girl. where our government's going. No, no. You like, mean that's where our government's been? Well, because if Mike Pence ever becomes president, listen, we all and I'm gonna be wearing red because I got a baby, so do. they know I'm fertile. Yeah. And tying this together, <laughs> Mike Pence looks like Spencer from The Hills. Oh my God. Yes. Well, with that being said, yes. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I love this conversation. Mm-hmm. I think not, all of us are so different. We watch totally different shows. Like you were saying, yes. Dustin, you just want to be entertained. Asante's finding his gems in anime. Yes. Jade, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jade's watching the girls on the IRT. <laughs> It's you good have TV, good nostalgia. classic TV. But I mean, I guess that that proves that you just have to create what you want to create. And I was curious if you guys have been affected by the heightened sensitivity because I know that I think about it a lot. I get anxious about, you know, putting things out that respects everyone. I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, my God, you know. I ain't never seen any of your content be disrespectful. Well, no, but, you know, we're human, and we yeah. all have blind spots. So there's yeah, going to be blind spots at some point. Yeah, but see everything. 
<laughs> you should see everything. <laughs> but I'm glad. Thank you guys for the conversation. Thank you, Jaden XD. Thank you, Jaden. Thank yeah. you for I'm sure having this us. Is great feedback too for people that are currently working on projects. Yeah. And worried about how it's going to be received mm-hmm. by His the name world. is XD by letters too, you guys. Not like sex with somebody you used to be in a relationship with. <laughs> His name is literally the letter X and the letter D, not XD. <laughs> anyway, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. Please tell people where they can find your show and just you guys on the internet. Um, They can find Jade and I over on in podcast landia on fridays and sometimes mondays depending upon if we like to do two episodes that week okay um, yeah we working oh yeah what's happening with the novel oh well, you'll Did hear about just that later drop off? <laughs> y'all nah. working with zane right um, it's on kaya status right? <laughs> no yeah Quan yeah. mills Quan yeah nah <laughs> No, we um we decided, we decided we decided to do pregnant. something we decided to do something else which is even doper. Oh, okay. But I'm um ready. but yeah, we're we're everywhere and anywhere at um or you can just find us at jadenxt.com. Yay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can find me at the urgent care because my ass is dying. <laughs> yeah, all that coughing yeah. that you guys have heard okay. is Jay. I'll take yeah. it. It wasn't Sorry. me smoking. Yeah. And it wasn't smoking. Right. I'm over no. here having yeah. a fit. Find us at Jaden XD anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast or where you stock your exes. Mm. <laughs> As always, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic.